You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. It is time to prepare for Game Week, and I intend to captain Mohamed Salah. Let's go. It is time for Game Week 8. The international break is more or less over and now we have to get ready for Game Week 8. It's an interesting round of fixtures that we've got. And of course, this one uh, different from all the other podcast types where we are previewing Game Week 8, um, figuring out who to captain, who to start, who to purchase and who to avoid is going to be an interesting one. So that's kind of how we're looking at this going into Game Week 8. In terms of the fixtures, um, of course, the best place to look for captains are in the two best teams, essentially. Liverpool and Manchester City both have very exciting fixtures. On the Liverpool side, they they play Watford away. The first game of the game week, Mohamed Salah has pretty much scored in every game but one, I believe. So quite frankly, he is the most consistent player in the game today. Um, So that was the Burnley game where Salah did not score. He has played the two best defences in the game, Chelsea and Manchester City. And he has scored and collected maximum bonus points in both games. So it appears that Mohamed Salah is pretty much fixture proof for even captaincy. It is one thing to be fixture proof in general, but another to be fixture proof as a captain. That is unreal. So Mohamed Salah, 12.7 now in price. He's one of those who has gone up in price. So Mohamed Salah is worth captaining. On the other hand, Manchester City play Burnley at home. There's an interesting thing I found in the head-to-heads Manchester City against Burnley. In the last four Premier League home games for Manchester City against Burnley, the scorelines read 5-0, 5-0, 5-0, 3-0. I had to double check this three times. 5-0 at home to Burnley. 5-0 at home to Burnley. 5-0 at home to Burnley. 3-0 to Burnley. And I'm just like, this is an unreal drubbing. So it appears, if you know by any magic wand who the starters will be for Manchester City against Burnley, you can also captain them if for whatever reason you want to be a maverick and not captain Salah. So Manchester City will be the options there. And of course, you can look at the likes of Cancelo, because obviously I've already talked about how they keep a clean sheet. Uh, Very possible that he could could very much like go and um, have a a great game and maybe add an assist or a score, quite frankly. Uh, In, I believe, two of the games, a defender either assisted or scored in the 5-0 drubbings. So very much possible that Cancelo could be one, Diaz could be one. Kevin De Bruyne is another option. Of course, he's returning from international break. And it appears currently, as at the time of recording, that he might be injured. But keep in mind, the injury in question was said to be a muscle fatigue at the time. So it's very possible he could be very well fine for the Burnley game. And at 11.9, he's owned by only 2.2% of the league. So Kevin De Bruyne, I believe he should be fine in time for Saturday against Burnley at home. So he will probably start. 
Um, Jesus may not be back in time. He's on international duty. And we suspect he could be late. And so he may not be able to start. So that puts Mares at 8.7 firmly in position. He previously scored in some of the 5-0 drubbings that I talked about, of course. So clearly he knows how to score against Burnley. I believe he even had a hat-trick in one of those games. So Mares at 8.7 could firmly be an option for you to consider as a captain. Um, other than that, I would probably go the last place I would look for as an option to score. And I know some of you may not like this. Um, Leicester against Manchester United. Um, I actually think Vardy and Ronaldo could both be on the score sheet. Um, United have shown they do not know how to keep a clean sheet. Um, at the time of recording, it seems Varane might be injured. We do not know um, fully what that looks like, but I think it's a thigh injury. Maguire is also injured. Keep in mind, even with Maguire and Varane previously, United was conceding. So that gives an option for Jamie Vardy. Uh, keep in mind, Leicester are, Leicester are also at home. And on the United side, Ronaldo is Ronaldo if he just starts. If he doesn't start, then of course, it's going to be a blank. And that would then be his third blank in a row. But I would be highly surprised. Uh, keep in mind, after this Leicester game, United play Liverpool, Tottenham and Manchester City. So he might be rotated to accommodate the next couple of fixtures. So those are your captain options early to start. Of course, if you want to take a punt on some people, um, certainly there are options as well for those uh, Mavericks who are interested in that. Chelsea play Brentford. Uh, Brentford have shown they're a very, very good team, but Chelsea should be able to score. Uh, we already know that Brentford, even though they're a good team, will still concede against the biggest club. Newcastle are also one of the worst defences currently in the league. So Spurs in Hyungmin Son very well could be a captaincy option as well. So something for you to consider. Even though Newcastle have now been purchased, uh, something I also wanted to mention, they have been purchased since the last game week. There should be some improvements in the, sum, in the January window. Um, of course, they cannot manufacture players in the middle of the season. So they're still going to be whipped uh, until they can get reinforcements. So till then, I suspect their defense is still going to be in shambles. And of course, there's now a th potential that Steve Bruce might leave his job. So those are your captaincy options if you're a Maverick. Hingman Son, uh, Lukaku, Timo Werner as well on the Chelsea side. And of course, you've got uh, Ronaldo Vardy, depending on how excited you are as a Maverick uh, manager. Of course, uh, I, I can't go without saying uh, Antonio, of course, I cannot go without saying that. Antonio is always a captaincy option. He's probably one of the better players this season. He plays Everton who haven't really played anybody that's really, really difficult. So that's why their stats in my mind defensively look better than they are. I think Everton will concede and I think Antonio is going to be among the points. Uh, Dean, Coleman and Yerimina currently look injured. Currently. Um, of course, things may change. Uh, excuse me there. Yerimina uh, is obviously on international duty, so he might come late. So that puts uh, a defense of around Kenny, Holgate, Godfrey, and maybe Kenny uh, to start. So that would be an interesting one, depending on how the international break goes. In terms of players to look out for uh, in the next couple of game weeks, we look at some of the easiest fixtures. Of course, we talked about um, Chelsea having an easy run of fixtures. You've got Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley and Leicester in the next five. So, of course, in defense, you can go uh, with the likes of Reese James, who's coming back, back price at 5.5. You can look at Antonio Rudiger, who currently looks to be injured, but it doesn't seem that he's, he is a real serious injury, so he should be fine. 
Of course, you've got Chilwell slash Alonso, depending on how you figure out Tuchel starting on at left back. And of course, um, uh, nice captain slash not real captain, Thiago Silva, who's also available there. So those are the options in Chelsea's backline. Uh, of course, Timo Werner, someone you could bring in as a maverick punt. You can then also go, obviously, Lukaku, if you're switching out of Ronaldo for the next run of fixtures. Other nice fixtures that are coming, Leeds, they play Southampton, Wolves, Norwich, and Leicester in the next four, if you're looking for a place to purchase. Arsenal play Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, Leicester, and Watford, which is also relatively easy compared to that stature. Of course, this is by reputation. Um... I believe I talked about Leeds, Southampton, Wolves, Norwich, Leicester already. Uh, Southampton themselves also have Leeds, Burnley, Watford, and Aston Villa. So if you have Livramento, it'd be a good backup to have in defense. So those would be the places I would be looking to um, acquire players in the next four to five games. Uh, certainly doable. Um, certainly places to purchase. So those are the top teams I would be targeting right now. The last team I would look to target before I move on to the other things I want to discuss on this podcast would be Brentford. Brentford currently play Chelsea next, but after they play Chelsea, their fixtures are Leicester, Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle. So the next four after the Chelsea game are also quite a good run for Brentford. So that could be nice and a nice place to gather up points, especially if you're looking to put distance between you and others in your mini league or you're trying to catch up. Brentford would be a place to start looking to purchase players. All right, so quickly, we're going to run through players who have gone up in price this past international break. So starting at the bottom, uh, Rudiger, 5.8 is his current price, 5.8. Thiago Silva has gone up by 1 to 5.5. Zaha is back to 7.0. Uh, Ivan Tony for Brentford has gone back to 6.4. For those of us like myself who purchased him at 6.3, we are seeing um, a nice rebound in his price. So 6.4. Douglas Luiz at 4.6. He's had the most chances. I think, sorry, let me correct myself. Second most chances of the last four game weeks by any midfielder, I believe 11 chances created. So he's actually quite decent and could play very well at the back of your bench. So Douglas Luiz is another option at 4.6. I wouldn't start him, but you can put him at the back of your bench, especially if you're wildcarding. All right, Tommy Yasu from Arsenal, 4.6. I've already talked about Arsenal's fixtures. Really, really good. And I think he's actually performed quite well. Duffy is now up to 4.4. Duffy, Shane Duffy at Brighton, up to 4.4. Emil Smith-Rowe, 5.4. Matty Cash from Aston Villa, 5.1. Dokure 5.7. Aspilicueta is up to 6.1. Hyungmin Son 10.1. Jamie Vardy 10.5. Ramsdale 4.6. Huang He Chan at Wolves 5.6. And Just Townsend 5.6. Mohamed Salah is now up to 12.7. Uh, 12.7. So he is now officially the most expensive player in the game. And he is owned by 61.8% of the league. Just wild and staggering. And Joao Cancelo, 6.2 um, as well, is up by 0.1. So Cancelo, a nice price. All right. Now, as you go into the next couple of games, game week eight, please remember there's another international break in November. 
So really, if you are not wildcarding or you are planning to wildcard not in this game weekend, you're planning to wildcard in another international break, you've got three game weeks to go to make a wildcard decision. Of course, game week eight, which is coming up, but game week nine, game week 10, and then game week 11, we have a break between game week 11 and game week 12. So in terms of how you plan out your teams, I would just look to cover the next three and then you could um, very well uh, you could very well uh, make your transfers somewhat shortly. In terms of an injury update, there are some players to look out for who have gotten injured and maybe out for the next little while. Uh, starting with Manchester City, we have Ferran Torres who was injured. Um, sucks, um, quite frankly. Um, I, I had him earlier in the season and I really, really wanted to draft him and I really wanted to believe he would be an asset in the league. But Ferran Torres is injured. He broke, I believe, his foot. So metatarsal fracture. So, of course, you already know Benjamin Mendy is out. Um, Jesus, obviously, will return late from international duty. Uh, Ilkay, Ilkay Gondawan is also at 50%. Uh, it seems like he has a thigh injury. And, of course, Zinchenko looks to be injured as well. He might be back in time for the Game Week 8 game against Burnley. But we will see. Most likely, Cancelo will start anyways. Uh, on the United side, from an injury perspective, it's Varane, Maguire, Rashford, and Traore. So those guys still remain injured. Uh, Rashford has a shoulder injury now. Uh, Maguire has a heel slash calf injury. Uh, Varane has a pelvic slash hip slash groin injury, which is an interesting um, explanation for his injury. Uh, nice to see him win the, Nas the Nations League, though, with France. On the Newcastle side, injuries remain Callum Wilson, so he's still injured. Looks like he should be fine, 75% as a status. Dubrovka still expected to train, but he might be back in a week or so. That was the last comments on him. Uh, Woodman is injured, Lascelles is injured, Joe Willock is injured, and Dummett is injured. So that is on the Newcastle side. Uh, West Ham have only two injuries. Soufal is injured, 50% status. Uh, he seems to have a hip slash pelvic injury. So that's so far. Uh, on the Wolves side, you've got Bueno, who has a thigh injury. Uh, Mosquera, uh, Pedro Neto as well, who is also injured. Uh, Johnny Castro Otto is injured. Trincao is also injured. Uh, Watford, let's quickly blitz through this. A table is injured. Um, you've got Josh King, who is a late fitness test, but seems likely that he will miss the game coming up for Watford against Liverpool. So... Ah, unfortunate. Um, Cabasele also injured on the Watford side. All right. On to Tottenham as a team. Uh, Matt Doherty still injured. He has a knock. Ben Davies ha is, has some illness, so he's currently being assessed. 50% injury. Bergwijn still injured and ruled out. And Ryan Tessignon still injured. Southampton. Shea Adams injured. 25%. Oh, that sucks. Uh, James Watt Prowse is suspended. Jack Stevens is ruled out. Norwich. Um, Sam Bryan, thigh injury. Todd Catwell, Achilles injury. Uh, Zimmerman has an ankle injury and Norman has an injury as well. So let's move on above United to Liverpool. Thiago Alcantara, idea boy, he is injured. So he's expected not to play. He, his status is at 25%. A heel injury. Diogo Jota looks well and he should be training. So Jota should be fine. Should be fine. Uh, Alison Becker is late into the return from an international duty. You've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, who also looks to be fine and should be training according to Jurgen Klopp. 
but he has a pelvic injury. Just, just something to be aware of. 75% likelihood of playing should be fine. He's training, but we will see uh, in the early game on Saturday if he actually starts. Harvey Ellis is ruled out, of course, unfortunately. All right, on to Leicester. James Justin, still injured. Indeedy, injured and ruled out, in fact. Um, the thigh injury. Uh, Johnny Evans, of course, still injured. And uh, Fofana, obviously, done for the season. On the lead side, Ailing is ruled out, will not play. Bamford, um, still injured with an ankle injury. Calvin Phillips, injured as well. Uh, Adam Forshaw, still injured. Somerville, injured. And Robin Cock, injured. On the Everton side, look at Dean, I already talked about. Um, injured, Yerimina, late fitness test from the international break. So he might or may not be able to make it. Dominic Harvard-Lewin, still injured. Richarlison, still injured. Seamus Coleman, injured. Andre Gomez, injured. Iwobi is training and should be available, uh, but we will not expect too much. And Delph is ruled out entirely. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Very likely that Carvet-Lewin, Richarlison, and Dominic Carvet-Lewin might be able to make it. Very possible, but currently status injury. Uh, Crystal Palace only have two guys ruled out, Nathan Ferguson and Iberichi Eze. So that's the Crystal Palace side. Chelsea, Thiago is currently ruled out. Ooh, did I see that right? That, that can't be right. That can't be right. Uh, the last note about him was that he will go and play for Brazil and they will come back on match day versus Brentford. That's the life of international breaks. Like it or not, what can I do? So that's the last quote about Thiago Silva. So current status ruled out, but should be fine in my opinion, based on what I saw in the international break. But anyways, I'm not uh, a president of the team. Rudiger currently has a lower back injury. Lukaku is suffering from muscle overload, but seems like he should be fine currently at 50% slash 75. Um, Pulisic ruled out. Reese James seems like he's training and in the pool, so he should be fine. Uh, Angola Kante also seems like it's touch and go. Burnley, Ben Mee. <laughs> oh man, this is not making it me consider um, Man City a little bit more. But anyways, let me go back to it. Ben Mee, 25% status. Uh, Goodmanson seems to have a late fitness test. Vidra will have a late fitness test. Charlie Taylor will have a late fitness test. Maxwell Corney will have a late fitness test. And Dale Stevens currently rolled out. On the Brighton side, Stephen Elzati ruled out. Adam Webster is back and should be fine. Yibisuma seems like he will be fine. Nwepu had an injury but should be fine. And Danny Welbeck is ruled out on the Brighton side. Brentford, in terms of their injuries, Aya seems to be back from a hamstring strain. So he should be fine. Uh, Janot is 100% back, so he should be fine again from recovering from a thigh injury. Sorensen is ruled out. Um, Baptiste and De Silva ruled out. Aston Villa. Martinez, late fitness test. Bailey ruled out. Santon ruled out. Uh, Hassan ruled out. Keenan Davis ruled out. Wow. Aston Villa. Uh, sorry, I said Aston Villa. Uh, Aston Villa, yeah, they're just... Just, yeah, anyways. Granit Xhaka on the Arsenal side, final team that we're going to go through, should be out as well. And Martinelli is facing a late fitness test. So based on all those injuries, none that's really, really affecting us as fantasy owners. But obviously the key one being Lukaku, I think. Lukaku just being assessed should be fine. I suspect that Tuchel will play him if he's fit and available. But really, Werner is starting to look dangerous as a result of teams tracking Lukaku. So... Um, that would be a place to go. 
All right, so we've talked about captains, we talked about injuries. Now let's look at actually setting up teams. For the most part, um, going forward, a number of people are going to go with two to three premiums, Salah and one of uh, Lukaku slash Ronaldo. But really, I think one option could be going two premiums, setting up your entire defense of premiums in terms of Trent Alexander-Arnold, two City defenders or two Chelsea defenders. I think that's probably the better way to go at this time. You could also do like me, in terms of what I'm doing, two cheap goalkeepers. Um, right now I've got Raya Backman, two strong defenders and three capable subs. So one from City, one from Manchester, uh, one from Chelsea. I've got three capable teams, so Brighton, Arsenal and Wolves as my last defenders. So I'm rooting around those guys. My midfield is going to be in the future. This is what I'm building towards. Two premium midfielders and then three other capable capable midfielders and then one premium striker two capable strikers as well so i'm going without antonio for that reason for now and then we'll take it from there so that's kind of my strategy at this time keep in mind in terms of my ranking i am now just under 300k in the world so 280 and we're going to keep building from there keep in mind i came from 1.2 after game week one so i believe i've recovered quite well and now i are trying to break that into 100k so slowly but surely we're going to be moving up the tables. It's been green arrows, I believe, from game week uh, five since. And so really the push has been continuing. And I certainly want to keep that uh, momentum going. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you all the best in game week eight. May your arrows be green. And hopefully Captain Salah can rescue all of us. Mm-hmm.